and welcome to another episode of Conscious and Curly. I'm your host, Angelica. Um, This is a place for the human experience. I guess I should be adding my tagline into my episodes or the title of the the title of my podcast. Um, I am a little late this week on posting, uploading, had some technical difficulties. Your girl is doing it all herself. <laughs> so I'm having to learn this all, figure it out. But alas, we are here. Never. What's that phrase? Better late than never. There you go. Um, and yeah, if you are not subscribed, please subscribe to my podcast on YouTube, Conscious and Curly. You can also find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and please follow me there. Leave me a review, chat with your girl, whatever you feel like doing, um, and share, comment, whatever your heart desires um, for this podcast. I really appreciate all of the support, all of the listens. It means a lot to me. So let's catch up from, I guess, a week ago. Um, All last week, I had crazy back pain. I ended up sleeping wrong. Um, Welcome to 33. And apparently, I like misplaced my rib from my spine, not dislocated enough to where it was a dislocation, but just misplaced from the joint that connects to the spine. Long story short, I went to see a chiropractor after like two days of pain and all went well. It was my first time to a chiropractor. That was interesting. If you haven't gotten adjusted, I highly recommend it. It's crazy that I haven't gone even as a yoga instructor, but like knowing how important taking care of your body is. But I just didn't understand. It was just lack of knowledge for me and lack of me seeking out and doing research to find out more knowledge. So it's really interesting, though, and they really can tell so much about your body by your posture, by your different stances. Anyway, so I got my back popped back into place, my rib placed back. Um, but then my shoulder was super sore from holding the space that the rib had moved. I'm not sure. And I just dealt with a lot of pain for a few days and it made me, I feel like these things happen like once a year, probably for me. Thank God. I'm really grateful that it isn't that often. And I feel like it's God every time it does happen, like reminding me like, yo, you're not immortal. You reminder to like, like I never think about my body. I never, I think to take care of my body, but I never think of the way that I'm moving and turning a certain way. I, when your back's out of whack, just you feel everything. And it made me think so much about people who deal with that all the time or who have chronic pain and are constantly in pain. And I just feel for them. If that's you, I feel for you. Um, <clears throat> I know like my week of back pain doesn't equate. I'm just saying like, it's a reminder and it makes me grateful and puts things into perspective. 
Um, something else that happened, I realized I need to take more time out for myself. I need, mama needs a break. I don't know, whatever you want to call that. Um, I just need to work on, I need to work on prioritizing self-care more and just this whole balance of working full-time, momming full-time, trying to create a podcast, trying to stay in shape and work out, teaching yoga. It's a lot. I'm doing a lot. And I didn't feel it. And it didn't seem like a lot until this week, (laughs) really. Um, And it's usually the week that I have both boys. So I have two separate fathers for both of my boys. And one of my fathers is one of my fathers, one of my son's dads is super involved and takes, we have joint custody. The other father is not so much involved. So I have him all the time. Um, the weeks that I have both boys, it's just pretty draining and it's a lot. And especially cause I just never really get a break and when I have both boys, it's just emphasized. So this was one of those weeks and I'm just feeling it and I need a break. And thankfully I'm going to get one. I'm going to, um, visit my best friend in Austin and help her unpack. She just moved into a place. She is pregnant and growing a baby. And I'm going to get to like, just spend time with her, snuggle with her belly and, I don't know, be a mom without her kids for at least a day. Um, So I'm looking forward to that this weekend. And yeah, that's really, oh, another, a little update from last, last episode last week. I'm still not on a dating site. I haven't, I don't know. I guess I, I was going to say I haven't gotten that desperate, but I won't say that because I'm I'm getting close to it. I'm getting close to like curious, like I'm tired of having a dry phone. <laughs> I would like to just like have maybe some random conversations, but, and as of right now, still not on it, not really interested. So we'll see. I'll let you know if I ever get on. Um... And today, our food for thought is a little tidbit of information that I learned this week from 19 Keys. Shout out. I don't know if you guys know who he is. Um, He's a very, I don't know, um, woke man. He, I I don't like using that term. Look him up. (laughs) He speaks a lot of knowledge, drops a lot of facts. Um... But did you know that your body contains the human body, your body too, contains 0.2 milligrams of gold? Um, and they actually recently learned that the reason for this is to hold joints together and to transmit the electricity, the electrical signals throughout our body. So that's a little fun fact. You have gold within you. Um, promote that, grow that, know that that's an element that is in your body. Um, and yeah, let's get into today's topic. You can tell by the title 
we are going to be talking about the power of language. And I specifically wanted to discuss this topic um, because of the shift that I've noticed within myself just from this year. We're in July. (laughs) And I have started something at the beginning of the year and it's basically changed my subconscious thoughts and the way that I just speak to myself. Um, and it's all the power of language. Um, so for years I've talked very ugly to myself and I'm sure we all do this. It's, um, normal. I don't know what starts it. I don't know why we start, um, destroying ourselves mentally or abusing ourselves mentally. Some of us, I know I was very much there and I, I feel like it's kind of a cop out. It's kind of like a, I can think so ugly about myself. So anything, this was mine. I can't really speak for anybody else. For me, a part of it was for me to speak so ugly to myself so that nobody else could say anything like I haven't even heard, or I already don't know about myself. Kind of like Eminem from <laughs> 8 Mile, the end of his little, his last freestyle with Pop Doc when he says all the things about himself. I am, um, I am, I, yeah, I live in a trailer with my mom <laughs> and just, and I did, and my friend did shoot himself in the leg and just talks all the shit about himself that that guy would say to him. And I feel like for me, at least. I was doing that subconsciously in my mind all the time. I thought that I was just doing it when I would journal or when I was going through a really bad moment because that's when it was the loudest. But I realized how much that subconscious thought really was just a constant running subconscious thought of like, negativity. And I really didn't realize it until recently. I think it was, when did I do it? End of last year. I went through, I participated in a personal development program called Landmark. I highly recommend, I can give anybody information if they're interested. This isn't a plug for them. I'm not getting paid. I just believe in their work. Yeah. Um, I was going to say anything I plug on here is going to be that, but I don't want to speak to my future self who might be getting paid. So that specifically, I'm not getting paid by Landmark. I just really do believe in what they do. And this specifically, they do this exercise at the beginning um, where they really teach you to separate the voice in your head from, (laughs) I don't know, from your regular thought. And you really start to realize like, wow, this voice is talking all the time. You, they call it, oh my gosh, I can't think of what it's called. This is going to drive me crazy. And any landmark people watching, this is going to drive me crazy. Um, But this is called the, didn't, no, I can't think of what it's called. Comment below if you know what this is called. Either way. Um, but I, this voice is just constantly running in your head when somebody's talking to you, me talking to you right now, 
as I'm talking to you, there's a voice in your head either agreeing with what I'm saying or thinking about the shirt that I'm wearing, or maybe my lipstick is smeared and you're looking at that and talking about that. But regardless, there's a voice constantly talking while I'm even speaking. And I cannot, it's going to drive me crazy that I can't think of what this concept is called. But um, regardless, separating that voice has really helped me notice the voice, first of all, and also notice what it was saying and how often I was saying these things to myself. And the way that you talk to yourself is so important because, again, like, when you state something over and over again, or when you say something over and over again and declare it as fact, you end up believing it subconsciously, whether it be something completely preposterous that common sense you know is not true, but when you declare it and state it over and over and over again to yourself, it ends up being true and you at least believe it enough to where it'll affect your decisions. It'll affect the way you look at life. It'll affect your perspective and the way you receive information, the way you give information. So it's just something to note and something to be aware of. Um, Because at the end of the day, language carries so much frequency and energy and Like, why do you think it's called spelling when you write words? Because you're creating spells with your words. These things aren't just like by happen chance. They really have power behind them. They really have energy behind the frequency that they carry. And everything does have like positive and negative energy. And you can, you can shift that. You can maneuver that to your advantage. It's why we're here. It's why we're here to share this information and to notice these things and why the power is in these things because we are, it's for us to take the power and do something with it. Um, so, and also once you align, say, for example, I'll, I'll just keep going with me. I'll give more of my example. So what I started at the beginning of the year that really helped change this whole perspective for me was journaling. I started journaling um, this year. Every single day I journal. And in my journal, I've started to change the way that I talk to myself because I was jur- I type in my journal. <laughs> I keep my journal in a OneNote, shout out Microsoft. And... As I type in my journal, I just, I don't have like a prompt. Some days I do. If I hear something interesting that I'm like, yeah, let's ponder this, Angelica, and think more about that. I will journal that. Doesn't happen often. More often, it's just a free flow. Me just like going off whatever's coming to my mind at the time. Me recapping and thinking about everything that I learned and went through the day before. Me thinking about a dream that I had, talking about how crazy that is. Me talking about a cute guy that passed in the hall and whatever. (laughs) Just anything that comes to mind, I'm typing it out as it comes. And what I noticed when I was doing that is that I was talking ugly to myself. I was also typing. I was forcing myself to type and face anything that came to my mind. So I may say something like, hmm... 
I don't know. I'm thinking about talking to my ex again. He's been crossing my mind. And in my head, I'd say, oh, you're so stupid. Why do you go here all the time? But I would type out, I would force myself to type that out as well. And for the first three months, I won't even say three months, maybe a month of that, I eventually became really aware of that afterthought that I had about myself or that subconscious thought that was still there constantly. And I made like a conscious effort in changing that. Instead of typing out that, I would change what I was saying to myself. I would change it and say it to myself differently as well as type it out differently. Like, but you're doing the best you can. And sometimes, and growth isn't linear. Like sometimes you're going to take steps different ways and you may end up back somewhere you didn't want to be, but that doesn't mean that you're not supposed to be here. And that doesn't mean there's not more to learn. And I would just kind of be more forgiving with myself and really talk to myself like my best friend would. And that really helped change. For example, this podcast would not happen had I not changed the way that I think and talk to myself. The way that I, I I just saw myself more human is what it really was. And with that, I changed the language that I was using to describe myself. I changed the way that I was, the language I was using to talk about this podcast. It wasn't just an idea I had that I hope I'm going to get to one day. I would always say, but I know I'm going to do it. But I I got a few pieces of equipment. I'm getting closer and I know I'm going to do it. Or this happened and I'm taking a few steps back. I'm not sure what I'm going to do, but I'm going to figure this out. It was just very much like, this is going to happen. And I just very much spoke that to myself and continued to repeat that to myself and changed my subconscious thinking about it. And that is just the power of language. And once you notice this about yourself and you notice like the way that you're speaking to yourself, you'll also notice the way others are speaking about themselves, or you'll even notice the way that you're speaking to others or speaking about others when you're speaking about others. There's a lot of words that we put on people that, I don't know, are just like minds that we make up like, oh, he's lazy or they procrastinate all the time or you just put this label on them instead of like they just haven't figured out time management yet or just looking at it in a less judgmental way in a less way that puts them in a box and gives them more opportunity instead. And even doing that, when they hear you speak of them that way, they may even change the way that they speak of themselves and may be like, yeah, that is true. I, I'm not lazy. I'm just trying to figure it out right now. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of dabble along that. Um, The reason, by the way, I say language and not like words is because words carry their own definitions like for different people. But at the end of the day, language like is what carries these frequencies and this negative, positive connotation, tone, feeling overall. And I just wanted to invite you to think about that. Um, bring that to mind to kind of think about the ways that you speak to yourself, you speak about yourself, 
the subconscious voice that's constantly playing? Is it always complaining? Maybe instead of always complaining subconsciously or thinking how things could be different, you instead notice things to be grateful for and notice things to point out that are good. Um, and I invite you to journal. Journal honestly has been life-changing for me. Um, I think it could be for anybody, honestly. It's a great tool. Um, and if you want to know any more about that, feel free to reach out and ask me. Sorry, it's hot again in Texas <laughs> when I'm recording this. Um, but yeah, I... I highly recommend journaling. I highly recommend diving down, getting deep into yourself and your own brain and figuring out how you really think and what you really think about and why you really think about. We all, we focus so much of our attention on everybody else and the outside and them and they and whatever. And instead, if we just focus more on ourselves, we'd realize there's a lot that we could be doing here <laughs> before we even worry about that. And when you do a lot of the work here, you notice how much of the work there fades. You don't care so much. You're more forgiving and you see them more as who they are in that moment versus trying to hold expectations of who you want them to be or who they've declared they are and you're trying to hold them to those ex expectations when you both know like, nah, this is who you are right now. When you do more of your own work and focus more on yourself, you can see that more in others and you can see more of where people are in the moment because you are seeing yourself in the moment as you are. And also the power of language. I almost mentioned this earlier and I got off on another tangent, but, um, when your words align, language aligns with who you say you are or what you want to achieve or what you want to be, everything flows so much easier and so much quicker to you. If you say, if I said I was a podcaster or that's what I want to do, but I'm never taking any steps to it, I'm not trying to figure out or even opening myself up to having any type of speaking engagements with anybody, or I talk really ugly to myself and I tell myself that I, but who's going to listen to me or that's not really going to happen. Why do I think that's going to happen? I'm not, it's not going to align with what I really want to do or what I'm saying I'm going to do. And once you make that who I am, match what I say, everything just flows so much easier. And it's really amazing how many years it takes a lot of us to get there to, to where who we are matches what we say. And it's crazy because we understand how long it takes us to get there, but we are not understanding when others are not who they are and what they say or what they say is not who they are. Um, but we also need to, again, doing that work on ourselves will help us realize that like, wow, we all here got to do some work or got to do some self work and are just doing the best that we can until we get there. But this is a way to get there a step towards that, at least I believe, um, recognizing the power of language and 
recognizing the way that you speak to yourself, about yourself, um, and love on yourself a little. <clears throat> speak to yourself the way your best friend would. Um, yeah. That's all I really have to say about that. Um, comment. Let me know your thoughts on that topic. If you recognize yourself, the power of language and what it can do and how it's helped you in your own life and in your own career, we'd love to hear. Um, it's a real thing. And I truly believe that. And that's why I'm talking about it. Um, so yeah, let's get into our second segment, which is anonymously kinky. Um, I, yeah, we'll just get into it. <laughs> Question one, what's one major turn on and a major turn off? For me, they are the same thing, which is intellect. A major turn on for me is intellect. I identify as a sapiosexual, which is a person who's like stimulated mentally. These conversations, somebody teaching me something I didn't know. Um, but I also can be very turned off mentally and just shut off from that person um, by like just stupidity or yeah, stupidity, poor decision making um, is another one, but I feel like that falls in line. Lack of accountability. They all basically have to do with the mind and emotional maturity and all of that. Yeah. Okay, question number two. I have a hard time being comfortable and just going for it and making the first move. Any tips to help me with my kinky side? Um, well, going making the first move and like being kinky are two different things. But for I'll talk about both. So as far as like going for the first, making the first move or like going for it, I say, first of all, get out of your own head. Again, a lot of times we're just talking so negatively to ourselves and shit talking ourselves and telling ourselves how much this person isn't into us, how much they're not going to like whatever we end up doing. And that is never the case. And we all know that's never the case. And we just got to get out of our own head a lot of times. So that's step one is to just get out of your own head. Um, think positively, look at it as, a, as an experience, be like, this is what I want to experience. And if they don't, then that's fine. They're, they're free to feel that way. It doesn't mean anything. Um, I say, yeah. And you just have to cultivate and create the experience that you want. You, you do that by the way that you make a move. Or I also suggest like making a joke, <laughs> making a joke out of it about how like, man, I'd really wish you make a move right now or how much you thought they would have made a move by now or just let them know like, hey, I'd really like for you to make a move. Um, that's my suggestion for that. As far as like the kinky side and opening that up, I say just conversation. Um, 
I don't know. There's a lot of like different card games that you can play that are like different types of like sexual questions that you can ask each other to kind of like help you get there. You could also just bring up an article, something you heard. Hey, I heard this crazy story about blah, blah, blah. And then go off on a conversation that way. People love talking about sex, honestly. So you can start a conversation about sex anyway and just roll it into like, well, this is what I'm into or I've never tried this and see where that goes. I hope that helps. Um, Question number three. I've seen too many porn stars squirt on command. Is it a real thing that's not controlled? The squirting question. <laughs> the age-old squirting question. I knew it was good. I mean, I have a kinky segment. I guess I was supposed to bound to come up. Um, no pun intended. So I did look up what squirting is. First of all, um, same boat. So squirting refers to the expulsion of fluid from folks with vulvas during sex. That's how they identify females now because there are so many different genders. So yeah, um, that is from certified sex coach Gigi Ingle. Skeen's glands, which is like a female prostate, basically, the G-spot and the urethral sponge are all located in the same area. Simulate, stimulating one will usually stimulate the others. Only about 10 to 50%, which is actually a really wide range of percentage, but that's because of how much lack of knowledge there is about this, about the female anatomy specifically, and this phenom, <laughs> the phenom of squirting specifically. So only about 10 to 50% of women can squirt. Um, so it is very real. And I believe those porn stars are just like trained at their specialty. The men are trained at hitting the G spot. And I think the females are trained at relaxing themselves to get there. I've heard drinking a lot of water helps for women who can squirt. Um, I've heard relaxing helps for women who are like trying to squirt, trying to learn to squirt. I've squirted a few times. Um, out of experiences, um, not out of like, was not my goal. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Not my favorite, honestly. <laughs> it's not my favorite only because of like the lack of control. I don't know. It doesn't feel very feminine. I don't feel sexy. It doesn't, I feel like ejaculation, which is what that really is is a very, I like for a man to do that. And I'm not a fan of doing that. But the feeling's great. If I could do it without like, having to allow myself to look that way for some in front of somebody, I could. Either way, if you have a question regarding kinks, fetishes, anything about sex, um, you can DM me on Instagram at conscious underscore curly. I will keep you anonymous. Um, and for my final segment, we have questions. There are still no questions. 
Thanks for the one person who wrote in so far. I really appreciate it. I loved answering that question. Um, but if you have any questions about life, anything regarding this human experience, I would love to talk to you. I would love to answer it. Holla at you, girl. You can email me, um, ask conscious and curly, all spelled out at gmail.com. Um, And that's it. That concludes another episode of Conscious and Curly, a place for the human experience. Um, Please like, share, subscribe, comment, all that stuff on this video, on this podcast platform that you're listening to. Wherever you are, I really appreciate it. Um, And... Until next time, y'all be safe out there. Peace.